Wave Act, the web-free software company that understands what you want. Hi everyone, welcome at Wave Act. Today with a truly special guest, Chris Kornowski. I think many of you know him already from LinkedIn. He is actually uh, crazy on there, right? Um, with his, he just, I think it was two months ago or something like that, created a list of the, I would say, most impactful or whatsoever, how did you call it? I'm sure, um, most known LinkedIn influencers within Web3, right? And it really skyrocketed, right? Basically, it felt like everyone on that list I reposted it and tagged everyone else, and I don't know. So, Chris, just to give everyone who might not know him already uh, some kind of introduction as well, he's a member of the uh, also quite well known TriaDAO, he's a well known LinkedIn consultant and strategist at the Business Paradise. And what's really cool is he's launching next month the Web3 Doers podcast. So really excited for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for being here. And today we're going to talk about steady versus viral growth. So starting out, I want to give you the opportunity, Chris, to tell us whatever you want to Tell us about your passions. How does your day look like? Um, what are you doing? Right? What is Triadao? What's going to be uh, with the Web3 Doers podcast? Whatsoever. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kevin, for having me here. Thank you for the invitation. Hi, everyone. Uh, okay, so let's let's. The, the introduction was already perfect. So I'll I'll just add a couple of additional things. So what I'm the most passionate about currently, uh, other than Web3. Is also uh, work on myself, like uh, like my personal uh, human being. Okay, I would say it this way. So you said like how my days usually looks like, right? So so I usually start with meditation, for example. That's something really really excites me. Then I have some exercise. Uh, then I have like a seven minute exercise. Uh, then I uh, then I start to prepare it to my work. Okay. So my usual day looks like that I have some meetings, uh, I have some calls with clients, uh, and uh, yeah, like I'm mainly focusing right now on the podcast. That's like my main focus at the moment. The launch is, is soon, as you said, like in, in September. Uh, but yeah, like professionally, I'm working as uh, a LinkedIn consultant. I've been on LinkedIn for the last five years. so. Uh, it was something that I was doing mainly with the Web2 companies. So I was working with software houses, uh, SaaS companies, different agencies, marketing agencies, right? And just this year in January, I just realized that there is so many things happening in Web3, right? Uh, NFTs, DAOs, metaverse, uh, you, know, you name it, right? So many, so many different topics. So I and I re when I realized that there is like so much opportunity, I was like, yeah, like I would like to focus mainly on Web three and switch directly to Web three. So that's how I started observing the space mainly, not creating even the content, just observing. As I know very well, LinkedIn, right? I spent there like last five years. I was I was focusing only on LinkedIn. I'm not, you know, expert on, I don't know, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, any other platforms, right? Like, don't ask me about them. I'm even not there. Uh, so, so I was observing LinkedIn 
And I realized that, yeah, like people are creating great, great content, right? There are a lot of great content creators. So I was adding more and more people to my following list, right? I, I even were not sending any invitations to those people. Like I was mainly, you know, just following people. And uh, then I had this nice discussion with Timo. I think it was somewhere in January, February, uh, that we've been uh, discussing, like maybe we could create like a small list, like, I don't know, 20, 30 people. I saw, I was observing and I saw that uh, a lot of people are, just, you know, creating those small post lists with, uh, yeah, like content creators to follow right so so i was yeah like uh it's something interesting maybe maybe we could do something together with timo to do like a, a little bigger list right uh so that's that's how the list also started like with this this discussion uh and then uh after a while in in in, in yeah in, it was in june I, I realized that no one never done a list based on the data Right, so so no one really really analyzed the the content creators based on the data. So I was yeah like thinking like maybe I could do that. I know I have the skills. I know how to uh, basically extract the data from LinkedIn, uh, clean the data, analyze it, and then release something like you said the 333 content creators list. Uh, so yeah, so 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 I've done that, and and that was that was the beginning also of my of my content creation journey. I was creating content for. A month before that, right? But that was main, main kind of like a viral post uh, that happened. Yeah, so that's like a short story about me. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. Awesome, very exciting. Um, I have a couple of questions, uh, if you don't mind. Um, especially first one would be regarding your meditation practice. Actually, um, yes. Just it's a personal question, maybe, but um, how? Or what kind of environment actually do you use for your meditation? Right, I that that's what I struggle with most. Where do you mm -hmm. actually meditate? Because outdoor uh, makes sense a lot, but I also discover most distractions out there, right? Mm -hmm. uh, which, yeah, yeah. So for me, it's more a habit that is happening just after we wake up. So we do that together with my fiance. Okay, so this this is like a habit that we created together and something that we try to do after waking up so we try to wake up and not lay down to fall asleep right away right but just to sit down you know do some stretching right and then uh when when sitting uh put up some we are using headspace right so headspace has great meditation techniques so we are using this up and put up headspace for 10 minutes meditate and then it's like uh, you give, give you already, you know, this calm and great energy to follow with the day. So that's like a habit just after waking up for us. Okay. So, so still in the bed, but sitting in the bed, on the bed. Okay. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, yeah, it's, I think that's a great practice, right? That's every, everyone basically uh, should try it at least at some point because it yeah. really frees your mind or basically clears your mind for the day. Right. Definitely, definitely, and and strongly recommend Headspace. Like Headspace has has great on Netflix. There are, there are great episodes with Headspace. So if someone is just getting into uh, meditation, you, you can even start with, with not with an app, but just turn on Netflix and put up the the Headspace, and and you will you will get some like basic meditations there. Love it. Uh, yeah, another question before. Uh, uh, just to uh, give some context, maybe. Um, 
how did you actually get the data for your uh, list? Right? That's something I'm a software developer for sure would be interested in because I don't think you went onto every profile. If you did, crazy respect onto every profile and look yeah. through every post and manually got the data from there. Yeah. So the process was not manual. Like that was, that was automated. Uh, and there are, there are tools out there to, that you can utilize them. Um, they are, so yeah, like I'll, I'll be frankly honest here. They are somehow violating the LinkedIn rules, right? So, so in order to do that, just create another profile. <laughs> so you don't <laughs> want to lose your own. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but I was speaking about that with many people already that LinkedIn currently are not giving any tools to, for content creators to be better on LinkedIn. Like we don't have something like sales navigator or LinkedIn recruiter, uh, mainly specified for, for, uh, for create creators. Right. So, so it's not my duty, my job, uh, to create those lists. Like there's supposed to be a platform. There's supposed to be, you know, uh, a place where we can go and find content creators with specific niche, right. That we are interested in and, and we should get the information on based on the followers, based on the uh, quality of the content, uh, based on how much engagement they are getting, et cetera, et cetera. Right. This is not something that I'm supposed to do as, as Chris Koronowski. Uh, it's something that's supposed to be there. Right. So, so yeah, like I kind of started this, uh, I will follow with another update list, but this is not something that I want to violate, you know, LinkedIn rules, right. This is not, not something that I really want to do that there's supposed to be tools. Or on LinkedIn for that. Hey, no worries. I, I don't think uh, this podcast is famous enough that LinkedIn uh, system administrators watch this. <laughs> so, yeah. so no worries. Oh, <laughs> oh that. Oh, that. No, that was, basically, that was not, not my profile. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just brainstorming, you know. Uh, there's no yeah. proof. So all good, all good. Um, yeah, basically, um, I think since uh, we both are, are really trying to create some kind of valuable content, right? Um, I think it's uh, particularly interesting to actually, um, ex also I would be curious to what you have discovered, what kind of content actually works well, right? Mm -hmm. um, there are many different assumptions out there I would love to hear from you what you think is one of the best. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would say it depends. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends and definitely everyone should test everything that is available on LinkedIn, right? And figure it out what is working for you. Like I saw just currently that LinkedIn just changed a little bit the algorithm. Maybe you saw also that, uh, that the visibility just dropped, right? Yeah. We are getting less. Uh, uh, like less visibility and engagement at the moment. But I also just saw that the algorithm changed and showing a little bit more video. So it might happen. And, and also LinkedIn is also introducing carousel posts, right? Which, which can be also a video main, main, main based. So what it's telling me, for example, that LinkedIn somehow is changing into a video platform. That's something that I'll be focused very soon creating mainly a uh, video content, right? But so far I've been creating, you know, text, text, text posts with some images, with some GIFs, right? And they were, they were also working very well, right? But what I'm just observing, like LinkedIn is changing the algorithm. 
So, so you would need to adjust to the algorithm, observe the platform, what is working for other people, right? So for me, it's always about observing, like what is working there, what is not working, right? Testing. Uh, the great tool for that is Shield App. Uh, so definitely something to, to check out. This is like uh, analytics for LinkedIn uh, that you can you can yeah install as a Google Google Chrome extension, and we'll take all the information from your profile to visualize really nice data, and it will give you way better analytics that LinkedIn is currently giving. So definitely something to to check out, and then based on Shield App data, you can really analyze what is working, what is not for your profile, and then make and make adjustments. Wow, that that's super interesting. Um, I I actually plan to do less video content because it didn't work so well compared to pure text content. Yeah, exactly. So so what I, I see right now, like you need to put a lot of effort to video to so then algorithm will change and, and put your video more visible. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so don't distract yourself on just putting a couple of videos because they are not working and stopping. Like just continue doing that because I strongly believe that LinkedIn will be a video platform. Like I, I just see that, you know, already that what is happening there. <laughs> so wow. let's see. Let's see okay. if I'm right or maybe I'm wrong, but let's see. Wow, okay. Um that's really an interesting thought because um LinkedIn was or still is, I think, to a huge extent, uh people prefer textual posts. That's my experience somehow, right? Yeah. Um, if you ask them, people want like a huge text or a really short like piece of super valuable information, right? And yeah. yeah. But but you know, maybe, maybe just LinkedIn is also observing like how the content is consumed everyone else, everyone, everywhere else, right? Like mm -hmm. TikTok is growing rapidly and that's only video. So, yeah. you know, Maybe they are just adjusting, like, yeah. And carousel posts, this is something exactly that is on Instagram. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert about, about Insta, but I know that they are also having, like, something like carousel posts, right? And they are just in beta on LinkedIn. Uh, like, people have, like, specific people have access to that, right? And then they will be releasing this shortly to public. So I will, I will have a look on the video, definitely. Super interesting. Yeah. Um Definitely makes sense, right? Um, as you said, TikTok, Instagram Reels, that's also something, right? YouTube Shorts, which yeah. are super hot as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Crazy, crazy. Okay, yeah. Uh, thanks for that as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I think most people know you basically from your list that you explained earlier, right? Yes. Um, where you basically got all these uh, web free content creators. Uh, and I would be curious because it really went uh, literally viral, right? It was like a yeah. virus. Everyone saw it. Um, I would be curious what did it for you? Did it change something or did just the vanity metrics go up? Yeah, definitely it helped. Like it helped a lot in terms of uh, getting exposure. Like just in two months after releasing that list, I got like 4,000 followers and connections. So out of 8,000 that I built for the last five years, like I got another 4,000 just in two months. <laughs> so that was crazy. Uh, so definitely this, right? Like I, I've been able to build a relationship with many people. So from no, like someone that is not known, 
right? I've been able to build like really nice relationships with with people that are content creators already there, like you and many others, right? So so that was also a very valuable. And then uh, LinkedIn algorithm just learned that uh, my content is valuable, right? So so from someone that was getting like, I don't know, 1,000, 2,000 uh, views, right? I am keeping the still the same level of like four or 5,000 and sometimes getting like up to even 10,000 views, right? So so definitely like I'm, I'm, I just went a little bit higher in terms of, you know, the like look at the graph, it's just a little bit higher than, than, than the usual, right? So yeah, so it helped, mm -hmm. definitely it helped, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, so the baseline basically increased, right? Which gives yeah. you a lot of more potential, upside potential. Yeah, yeah. So I, I strongly believe that if you can reproduce the viral post like from time to time, this will give you this boost to be one more time, a little bit higher, a little bit higher, right? So, so this is something that I want to really test. I have ideas for another viral post. So I want to see if this is really working, right? Like one more time, I'm testing. I, I, I didn't know that this will be viral. Like I, I don't know if the next post will be viral. So, so yeah, let's see how it goes. Like for, for now, I can definitely tell you that, that I just upscale in terms mm -hmm. of views. Super interesting. Yeah. Um since you're experimenting yourself and I'm sure there are no clear rules for getting viral, but, mm -hmm. um, do you have, uh, some assumptions that you want to share, um, on how to actually get into that or increase the odds to getting mm -hmm. viral? Yeah, sure. So I would start from what I already said, observe LinkedIn, observe what is already getting viral. And then if this is getting viral or let's say semi-viral, right? Like there is a lot of engagement and stuff, do something better, right? So I knew that those lists that whenever someone was creating a post of like tagging 15 people were like getting, you know, like 100, 200 engagements, right? I knew that there, there is some potential, right? So then I created 333 lists, right? Instead of 15 people, right? Tagged on, on, on the post. Uh, so yeah, so do something better than, uh, there is, it's already there, right? So figure it out, like how you can help people, right? How you can, like, this is also, this was not for me. This was also for people to find those content creators, right? So anyone else who is joining the space, it's already right now way easier to find the right people to follow, right? So I kind of this list also have others to to get that that get the following right so figure it out what can help people in terms of uh, what you are creating right if this is something that is really giving them value definitely people will start sharing that right so uh so yeah I, those three three things right observe do something better than is already on linkedin and then help it people uh in any way possible right so so people will start resharing your content yeah um Definitely. So, um, from, from my experience, somehow, I, I'm not sure if I'm able to uh, list all of, all of them right now, but I think it's entertainment, right? Education and yeah. something else, right? Those three things, something shock, shocking or really like current, like news, something that's really relatable right now. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, these kind of things, um, especially as you just said, observing what's happening right now, um, that that's a killer, uh, 
killer recommendation, actually. That, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have discovered myself is um, when posts that get a lot of engagement mm-hmm. uh, bring you a lot of exposure, right? Your vanity yeah. metrics, like followers and so on, increase yeah. drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes posts that get less or way less um, engagement have some kind of more valuable impact for your business, right? Um, did you experience that yourself? And why do you think this is the case? Yeah, I agree. hundred uh, percent. So definitely I saw that, that for example, posts that are having way more, um, you know, uh, yeah, those uh, visibility, right? Will get, for example, less uh, called, like not called to action, but how to say it? Um, uh, like l- less, uh, I'm just losing right now my, my mind. No so yeah, l- l- it's getting less engagement in sense of like how the conversation, oh, the way of, of the conversation, right? So you will have better conversation with people under the, let's say comments, if the post will not go any, any viral or not have huge visibility, right? And then you can take that conversations to more D- DMs and then have better relationship built, right? So, so I would not look every time to get viral because yeah, like you can get a lot of better relationship building through your normal posts that are on the same level all the time, right? Than just getting viral. I think you are getting to the point, right? If, if we're supposed to do viral stuff or just, you know, create, create content on, on a normal level. So I, I can say right now, like, like right now, my content after that one viral post, I had another one two weeks ago. And then after that, I was not really able to reproduce, but still I'm building so many great relationships with just normal, normal posts that are on the same level at the, uh, all the time. Right. And, and I think that consistency is the most important factor. Because whenever you are creating content every single day, uh, there is something like a compounding effect working for you, right? Mm-hmm. So, so all the posts are just compounding and giving you way better uh, effects uh, in terms of your business, right? So I agree, like definitely, definitely don't look for every time going viral because yeah, like you can you can build great relationship and and get amazing results for your business with just normal posts. Love it. Yeah, um, people are watching, right? Even if they yeah. don't engage. <laughs> exactly. They do. This is the point. This is the point. Like, uh, usually, uh, also, I will get back one more time to Shield Up. Shield Up is giving also you the information of the percentage of people who engaged on your post, right? So, usually, it's around, let's say, you know, two, three percent max, right? So, 90, 97% people who saw your post, didn't engage. That means that they saw that, right? So they, they, they had to somehow, you know, realize that you are there and you are building your personal brand, right? Maybe they are just, you know, not engaging, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really crazy and scary sometimes, right? When people pop up, <laughs> um, speaking about some kind of post that, uh, or, just stating that they followed you for a long period of time, right? And then they're suddenly there and you yeah. haven't ever seen a like, a comment or something like that. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, one thing that would 
that I am super curious about. I'm not sure if you have an answer to that, but um, if you posted something that got some, let's say, more engagement than in average, right? Mm -hmm. Then your post, your next post gets immediately way less impressions uh, than the previous one. So my assumption would be that LinkedIn drops the reach to not make you pop up everywhere all the time because it could be feel like spammy or something like that. But I would be mm -hmm. curious about your take. Why do you think, uh, if you have an answer to that, this is the case? Mm -hmm. I would say, uh, so I would say it will be less than the previous one, but what I saw on the data from Shield Up, it was that there was a spike, right? And then the spike was a little, for the next post was a little bit less, right? But it was not that it was going like way down. Mm -hmm. It was just a little bit less Then another post also a little bit less. Right. So, yeah, so there definitely, yeah, the, the, after a viral post or any good post that you are posting, definitely it, you will get a little bit less, uh, for, for the next ones, but it's still keeping you the way better level than you had before. So, so <laughs> yeah. So you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Did, did I explain well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so short term uh it's bad right Medi medium and yeah. long term it's great so basically exactly yeah. exactly this is this is what i wanted to say yeah always look at the at the you know long-term game on, on on linkedin it's not linkedin is not a sprint it's a marathon yeah 100 um yeah um i i think what could be super interesting for most people watching this because i don't think everyone has like i don't know uh x amount of followers um, how would you think, uh, or are there some certain strategies that people should put in place or actually do differently than someone than, that has already a larger following? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that there is, there is no difference. Like I've been working with people who are having like very less followers, like, I, I like even like, you know, 200, right. Uh, or connection, just connection, even because they didn't have followers. So, um, so for me, it's always about three pillars, right? One, the first one is about engagement. So it's always about engaging with other people. So find your peers, find your other people from the niche that you are working, from similar people to you, like other marketers, other tech, right? If you are if you're a tech person, etc. Right? So engage. Like you can even get more followers from a good comment with valuable, you know, insights than just from your posts, right? So, so find, find your, find your peer group and engage with other people com comments. Second one is to create content, right? The best way is to create content daily, right? Because you will create this compounding effect. Not everyone has time to, to do that daily. So if you don't have so much time to do that daily, then create two free comments a week. Like that would be, that would be the best case scenario. Okay. And then, uh, and then the first one is to really build the relationship, right? So how you can take that, uh, you know, um, discussion that you have on LinkedIn to have some more in-depth uh, discussion, let's say on 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 a call like this, right? Right? For all or on the DMs, right? So how you can build the real real relationship, and please 
don't sell to people in the first yeah. message you are sending. <laughs> <laughs> please not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Um, I, I signed that. <laughs> yeah, um, I 100% I agree. Um, I think the best strategy, um, basically, that one could best possibly do is, as you said, build relationships in comments, right? People are usually super grateful and notice you, even if you exactly. just... That, that, that's crazy, right? Uh, what kind of... Uh, you, you know, you can write below a post of someone who has 50,000 followers, who is a CEO of whatever. And if you write a good comment, they usually see it, oftentimes yeah. engage with it, sometimes even comment it. And if you do that regularly, they might even get to that point where they say, okay, I need to talk with that person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what I saw from my perspective, I even didn't outreach to any any uh, content creators, right? Like, they they they, they just I I've been really uh, engaging with their with their comments, like with their content, and then after a while they were sending me the 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 connection requests, right? I I've been only following those people, and then of course the list helped a lot, uh, but usually I I've I've been not sending any connection requests, so that's even better, right? Because I don't need to really spend time to connect with people they are if I'm, I'm really engaging with their content and i'm creating good content myself people will just outreach outreach to me right so it's really changing the game of of uh, marketing yeah yeah inbound uh in general is is crazy uh, exactly the opportunity yeah. is, is there um wow and, um, and one yeah. more thing to add like be yourself like uh, be taught 100 vulnerable and you know, like if don't fake it till you make it. Like if you are not an expert like me, like I'm just always always saying, like I'm an, I'm not an expert in Web3. Like I'm I'm exploring Web3 at the moment, right? Like I'm really learning every single day from people like like you, like others who I are. I'm not an expert LinkedIn. either to interrupt you here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, but still, like like there are a lot of great content creators, right? Who are creating great content. So I'm still also learning. Uh, and uh, and yeah, like uh, yeah, be hundred percent vulnerable on LinkedIn. People just just also appreciate that. Hundred uh, exactly. percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. That honestly, I learned a lot myself. Also, really, thank you, uh, Chris. And um, it was a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would say, do you? I, I know we had that. We, we had now specific things that people can do to actually get more exposure on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. But if you would have to pick, let's say one or two things, right? To really keep it super simple and easy for people really just starting out. Mm -hmm. What would you tell them to actually start with? Okay. Three things, super simple. Uh, so first one, just look at your profile. Like, uh, like if you didn't up, like update your profile for a while on LinkedIn, just, just have a look. Like if you need to update something, change something before even building, you know, a personal brand, it will be great that you will have like up-to-date profile and the profile that is looking nice. Right. So, so yeah, so definitely have a look at your profile. Like that, that's the easiest step that you can take, uh, whenever you are starting building, building your personal brand. Okay. So that, that will be the first one. 
Second one, uh, figure it out. What are you passionate about? Like uh, if you want to build uh, your content creation on LinkedIn as a long-term game, as a marathon, you will probably not be able to create content for something that you are not passionate about. Okay, so, so find your passions. Like find something that you, you really know very well, you can help other people and you are passionate about. Okay, so, so that'll be uh, second. And then the third, like just create content, you know, just create this, this first content. And, and eventually, if you are not ready to create content, just go out there and create comments. Okay, this is also something that will give you uh, this, um, like content writing, right? It's a skill that needs mm -hmm. to be learned, right? When I was starting, I I was really struggling with, with content, like uh, even content writing. So I was trying this, this year I was trying three times to start creating content on Web3. First one was in January, I quit it after two weeks. Second one was in May, I quit it after three weeks. And then just in June, I decided that I will be creating content every single day and that worked out. So, you know, it's a it's a skill like you, you, and you need to somehow learn that skill, right? So writing comments, writing your posts, anything that you can write, just write. Wow, well, that makes sense. <laughs> Powerful, love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say that's an amazing ending, Chris. As said, thank you, thank you, thank you, and I think uh, can speak for everyone that this was a super exciting episode. And yeah, I would say, Chris, any last words? Otherwise, I would say, thank you, everyone, for watching. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kevin. It was really a blast. Like I, I loved it. I loved Likewise. the discussion. Wave Act, the web-free software company that understands what you want.